Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Pussy sarcophagus. I'm really good at playing card games. That's what life is really all about. What the fuck is up, duelists? You're listening to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. My name is Elliot, aka Elliot the Employed. Nice. <laughs> I'm Audrey. I got a job offer right before this, immediately before we started oh, recording. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck yes, yeah. dude! Yeah. Um, I'm Audrey, aka Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> I'm Sarah, aka Sarah the Unemployed. Please buy my JoJo's Bizarre Adventure themed designer knitwear. I need the money. Visit sarahmcclintock.com forward slash knitwear. Thank you. Uh, and I'm Dan, aka the king of second bananas. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a dub exclusive thing. Yeah, you know, I, now that I think about it, this has been like the first time in a while I think that no, that's not true. Dan, Argyle, Max, and I recorded a lot, but it it's, it feels like it's been a while where it's been uh, even even dub and sub watchers. Yeah, yeah. perfectly balanced. Yeah. I do still need Dan to explain the joke. When they're giving the backstory in the second episode, uh, Adrian is called a second banana. We'll elaborate on that later. I see. You make second sense. banana. Yeah, second, yeah, yeah. second banana is a valid troll name. Uh. <laughs> It is it is a two-word phrase composed of 12 letters, each one being six letters long. Also, Elliot, I'm going to satire you, parody you. <laughs> Good, I wait, I wait it with open Episode arms. Episode 126, Judai vs. Manjomei and Dark Sword the Dragon Knight. Uh, episode 22, Return of the Sacred Beasts. <laughs> sure, man, whatever those are. <laughs> They Do suck. We, they're bad what, to look at, and I'm really disappointed about that they're what, back again. What if we brought back the Egyptian god cards, but couldn't because of plot reasons, so we needed to make up something else? See, that's okay, good, because that's the vibe that that's exactly the vibe that I I I figured was happening. And what yeah, if they were yeah, yeah. like objectively worse designs than the Egyptian god cards in any way, and also were dealt with a season ago, but are back again because we still can't do the Egyptian god cards? Why can't they just do the Egyptian god cards? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like they could have done some bullshit and just done. They that, obviously but... don't like. It's obviously like they didn't like give up appropriating other cultures. <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the so... reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's clearly not the reason. Um, so we started off uh, asking myself a question that I should have asked myself a long time ago. But if a teacher wore a cat, would he wear it like this or like this? Elaborate on that. <laughs> Daijokuji is back and it is becoming increasingly obvious that uh, Pharaoh is just sort of his new, is not so much his flesh prison as it is his flesh suit now. Mm. Mm. Um, Although I I do have to take all the wonderfully heroic and dramatic actions that uh, aggro mode Pharaoh takes in this episode as being entirely of Pharaoh's volition and that Daitokuji could never do anything this cool and brave and awesome. I actually had a question about that because it happens like right after this conversation. I was like, I wonder how much of this is just a cat and how much of it is Catboy Sensei. 
Yeah, yeah. Catboy Sensei, also a troll name. Mm. Yes, it is. Mm. Uh, Twelve letters? Six letters? Letters. Nice maths. That's letters. how troll um, names work. Elliot's like a bot that just like finds 12 letter names and responds with that's a valid troll name we can get that I used to to, it it, like annoyed Nora to death and so I of course meant that I immediately like needed to start looking for any excuse to say it and then and now it's and now it's kind of a compulsion yeah it's like a sort of sixth sense for six I, letter six letter names it's incredible yeah, that, i'm yeah, very impressed i i'm mostly i i i'm more i'm more impressed by anything else about how automatic it is for you <laughs> that, right like that's what i mean by it's like a bot not that you're necessarily saying it but that there's no hesitation it's an automatic thing if there's two letters two words that are six letters next to each other that's a valid troll name i really i do i, I do want to learn to code or to like make discord bots so that i can make one that just does that yeah, yeah. There, there is one they used to have it in who watches the watch server i swear to god Ooh. anyway someone has that bot in some server i'm in it may i don't know I'll, we'll find it later we'll put it in uh pot of greed uh discord server visit capital online to mm. um participate in that um so austin o'brien tells everyone to stop dealing because these deals are whack and everyone has to stop right now um so everyone does this um then napoleon comes running on screen he's like martin my boy um and martin takes him hostage with his big claw some stuff happens kind of struggling a bit here guys not gonna yeah. lie um, then- out of curiosity is this all cold open or is this after that uh this we- is the cold open yeah this yeah is we didn't open. We didn't get an original cold open for this one. We just got a recap. Next yeah, we got a previously on, which open. I appreciated. I mean, so, I mean, this was a cold open, but it was essentially the last... The last, like, two 30 minutes. seconds. Yeah, the last 30 seconds of the last episode. It, this is not new material. This is I stuff we see. saw before. There, it, it was just, we didn't have, like, a voiceover on top. No, I have been found out that I didn't watch the last episode. Ha <laughs> 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 um, Me neither, so, yeah. Sarah. It's okay. Martin like punches the ground with his hand that's glowing, and a bunch of obelisks appear, but not the obelisks that we all really want to see. <laughs> not the Very ones sad. that I want. <laughs> These are not the obelisks I'm looking for. Um, yeah, then we get to the OP. Marcel Norch descends into the depths of these underground tunnels where the sacred uh, beast cards are held. I uh, okay, so I didn't like notice or see that there was like stuff down the hole. I just thought it was like an infinite hole, and like he just jumped down it, and I was like, "Oh my god, where did he just died? What? He's in the hole." I was concerned for him in the hole, and that's the end of the season. <laughs> it's the end of the series. Goodbye. Yeah, problem solved. More dual ghouls are showing up. Uh, I've got it written down here. Crowler serves as a spiritual guide. But I might have meant, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Banner. Yeah. Might have been him, because at some point during the scene, like, he comes out to, like, explain stuff. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. Jedi, you gotta go down and stop him, or else, bad. He's like, he's like these, these beasts have been sealed for a reason. If they're revived here, it'll be the end of everything. Anyway, gonna go back to sleep inside this cat now. Bye. 
the so, most important wait, thing. Can I? Sorry, this is another uh -huh. one of those things that I just don't know because I was gone for most oh, yeah, of yeah. the series. Um, so uh, he's in the cat. So yeah. yeah. So, so okay. Daijokuji was the main villain of the first season. Um, huh. He was an alchemist. Um, well, naturally. Tried to do so. He he taught the alchemy class, which is was literally just fusion. Like it's it's like just the fusion. polymerization. Like he just yes. showed you the polymerization yeah. card and gave you an A. Yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Um, yeah. Okay. And I mean, the reason for that is clear. So. It is like a sort of interesting establishing thing for it since Judai's entire deck revolves around fusion, which like is discussed in this episode again. But um, him basically saying like fusion and dual monsters is the ultimate alchemy and you are the ultimate alchemist. And then he ended up being the main villain and then he was defeated and he died twice and yeah. um, okay. his soul got eaten by the cat. Um, right. And so he just lives there now. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think I just want to emphasize that there wasn't any kind of like ritual or like magic plot reason that his soul went into the cat. No, his soul just the cat just ate it. That's yeah. fine. That's all the explanation I need. He just okay, you know, like ashes to ashes, dust to dust, cat boy to cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is yeah, this that's, is I just mean... where cat boys naturally return to when they die. Mm 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 mm. Yeah, Revolver Ocelot is out there somewhere. <laughs> um, but speaking of Catboy to Cat, uh, we the best part of this episode is uh, Pharaoh Agro mode. I am obsessed yeah. with this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as the ghouls as the ghouls approach, uh, Judai's like, "All right, I'm gonna go down after Marcel," and uh, and meanwhile, there's like. They have to get to like the tennis courts for some reason. Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to that. That's my All right, no, part. they're like, they're like, we want to get to the power plant where O'Brien is, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's where they're like, we need to go help out O'Brien. So everyone else like makes a run for it and um to help get them through all the ghouls. Uh, Pharaoh goes sickle mode. Yeah, Pharaoh oh, starts sickle. fighting Dan, his way through. It's great. I. I I forgot to check. Um, does uh, do they show Pharaoh's nuts and hole in the dub? I, I, I'm gonna say I didn't notice, which means I probably didn't. Yeah, if, if yeah, you they, didn't they notice, do they didn't do it. Okay, yeah. cool. They, they like they always they always censor it, but luckily I have pasted a wonderful screen cap. Of, right, uh, that's what that's your screen cap is what reminded me to ask yeah. about the dub. I meant to look for it and then I forgot. Just, just gonna, so, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they probably didn't. I think it probably would have stuck out to me. Yeah, they yeah. they probably MS painted it out. Uh I want that's... that job. <laughs> <laughs> uh what, what happened? Oh yeah, so the students run away while Jaden goes down the tunnels. Uh but unfortunately for Jaden, Chaz is in the way. And mm. he's gotta duel him. Gotta missed Chaz. Every time Chaz is not on screen, I am asking where's Chaz. Where, as you should be. Yeah. And I gotta sh he'll go Dan. <laughs> Chaz has the most face in this episode. Oh my god, the expressions yeah. he makes. I the, yeah. Uh, Chef Emmy kiss. nominated. Fucking Norded Manjame is the funniest shit. Manjame's gone through a lot of Nording, actually. I mean, like, but <laughs> Honestly, like, Nordered Manjame, there's, like, 
really, apart from the eye bags, no like discernible difference between him and Re- like no like he's still behaving exactly the same. It's incredible. <laughs> right. I love it. He's much more. He's much more. He, he's not more expressive, but the range of emotions he has is yeah. there's yeah. like much more like comedic exasperation than normal Manjame has, who's just, yeah. like, very angry. He's like, what are you talking about, dude? Anyway. Uh, um, coming dead inside really helped him there. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give an award to Manjame for most times Norded. <laughs> he's he's the Rio Bakura of this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, so that's why he's your favorite. Okay. Oh, Manjame's not my favorite, but, uh, <laughs> but... But he just I, shot up in your rankings after you made that comparison. Yeah. Um, but what what is interesting is that... So this is like a nothing duel. This is the yeah. most nothing duel, yeah. I think. I was like, what the fuck is going on here, even? I it's, took no notes for it. The only thing that's worth noting is that Chaz is using zombie cards mostly yeah. this time around. I was uh, And I was like, why does he have this noise? And I was genuinely wondering, like, did they just did they put all the zombies in the series because like Konami had like a new card archetype that they wanted to promote or something like what? Literally, I think a... so. I mean, it's probably it's it's card games capitalism fun times yeah. to me. I mean, it's 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 hard to call sometimes about like where the generation for these archetypes is coming from. If it's coming yeah. from the card game side or. If it's coming from the anime side, regardless of which, it is to sell toys. It is to sell cards. It's just right. uh, unclear about whether the anime is like, hey, we're doing a zombie thing. So guess what? C- card game? You get a new zombie archetype. Yeah. Um, or or the other way around. What is interesting to me about it in the Japanese ex- ex- uh, exclusive is that Manjame's... Exclusive. Uh, yeah. Manjame's <laughs> catchphrase... It, as as we know, is Manjame Sanda, which means it's like call me Mister Manjame San when people just call him by his his name, plain and simple. But mm. also like works as wordplay for it's Manjame Thunder. He's basically just dropping the wordplay in this duel. So mm. he starts off the first time where Judai's like Manjame, let me go through, and Manjame's like it's Manjame Sanda, and then he's just like. Kono Manjame-san. And it's like, all right. <laughs> uh, so he is, he is dropping, when he gets Norded this time, he is dropping the wor- wordplay in favor of um, egotism. <laughs> which Damn. is, which is funny. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I was like, not paying attention to the duel. I'm going to be real here. Yeah, I was working on my Pokemon team while this duel was happening. It is literally, it is literally, I think, the quickest transition into a duel we've seen. They just, like, look at each other and start dueling, basically. Uh, And it is also one of the most incoherent duels. Yeah. Things are just happening. Um, Yeah. Like, we cut away, like, at some point we see that, like, uh, Amongaram is down the hole as well, like, watching Martin. Um, And then we, like, cut back over to the Academy. Yeah. Um went to like Kronos and kind of the rest of the gang and also like some other unzombified students um and so Kronos like I don't honestly probably because I haven't watched like half the episodes this season but like so Kronos figures out that like oh like actually this is all a trick like all these duels are a sham and like 
for some reason this means that like there's no food is going to happen um which he sort of like says to himself and then some of the other students like overhear him and like this was a very bad thing to, for them to overhear apparently because Kronos immediately has to cover for what he just said so he says the line Audrey oh yeah so uh the the explanation for it is that basically he he actually realizes that like the duels that um Johan um O'Brien and Jim were in in the last episodes um against the knights or the masked oh, the knights or whatever the, those those yeah. had just been um a time wasting like uh effort and that uh the none of them Johan included who again is the de facto principal at this point uh, <laughs> yeah. has, has any has any actual plan on getting Murphy and he says it and and the word he says so he's like, so it was all a ruse. And the word for ruse in Japanese is otori. And uh-huh. so everyone hears him say, it was just a ruse. It was an otori. And he's like, yes. And uh, I mean, otori Hepburn <laughs> is very seductive, right? <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? He was saying boo earns. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dub? Hello? No, the dub... This is is a sub-exclusive joke. Yeah, 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 like... I just love that they went to, like, what does Odori sound like? Uh, Audrey Hepburn, that works. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that obviously didn't translate. Um, Extremely good to have Audrey Hepburn confirmed for real in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. Yes, exactly! I wonder what kind of deck she used to use back in the day. Yeah, I was just about to say... All, all I need is a little shop of horrors to be confirmed in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe and we'll have my complete namesake. Hell yeah. Um, we So after the funny Audrey Hepburn joke, um, oh, also, like, this meet, when once all the gang figure out that, like, they're not going to get any food here, they all rush over to the food stores and, like, immediately get zombified. So, yeah. I don't know, fucking whatever. Um, we then oh, cut over what, to just, Audrey? Oh, actually, just just one small note that I want to make. Um, this isn't the first time that Kronos has done it, but this it's the first time that we've actually had, like, multiple female students <laughs> in the same, like, named students in, like, the same uh, scene mm-hmm. as him. And um, so it's the first time I noticed he calls, he uses Kuhn to address all of his female students, which I actually really like. Um, Good for him. Yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I assume most people do know, but for anyone who doesn't, Kuhn is generally given uh, an honorific given to boys, um, but it, it's also given to, like, particularly, usually particularly competent uh, girls and women uh, in class and, like, work settings. Um, and cool. uh, I like that he calls them Kuhn. I think it's nice. I respect it. He respects it. Um. Respect uh, teachers who respect girls. Only few left. <laughs> Very few. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very few left. Um, yeah. So we cut over to like O'Brien and like his guys, and they're at the power station. Um, and they see like the power lines go a bit like nutty with it, and then there's like a transmission from uh, Mister Zweinstein like coming out of the power lines. So um, it's Doctor Zweinstein. Excuse you, Doctor Eisenstein. <laughs> Eisenstein. Yeah, so they, they'll deal with that later. Um, we cut back over to the deal with Manjome. Stuff is happening. It's getting violent. The only know. thing I have, the most important thing of this 
there are two important things that happen in this section of the duel. One, Jaden gets uh, his throat put to the wall. Like he does get like choke slammed by Manjame's yeah. monster. He gets choke slammed by Manjame's mm. monster. Uh, I it just made me think of that one meme with Sasuke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh shit, we yeah. need to edit that. There's gotta oh, be yeah, a way. Somebody get somebody get me a screenshot and I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, uh. The other thing is uh, that uh, Chaz's strategy involves like forcing. Uh, Jaden's like fusion monsters to become unfused. Mm. Well, but, that that is his strategy until he literally says, "Actually, fuck this! I'm just gonna kill you." Manjame yeah. literally says, "Screw the w- rules! I have murder." <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I don't remember how this duel ends or when it ends. I'm gonna be real with you. It doesn't matter. It, it just sort of ends. Uh, we cut back to uh the power station. Uh, Bastion's. Helping everyone, uh, he's got a solution to get, uh, the hologram projection of Dr. Eisenstein clearer. Uh, and that involves, like, pulling panels off the generator to hook his PDA up to it. Hey, I, you know- His what? Yeah, his, his dual academia PDA, branded PDA. Yeah, they, they, he calls it, like, a student notebook. Uh, Something a, like that. It's a password notebook. <laughs> it's yes. a secret journal. Like, um, yes, oh my god, he has password journal. Yeah, but, um... I don't even know if the, he, like, really says, like, what his plan... He just starts, like, going for the kind of, like... Uh, it doesn't, like the yeah. transistor box... It doesn't matter what the plan is. ...of the power is. station doing science, but, like... The, the, the most important part is that everyone else starts helping. Yeah, everyone helps... Like the the blueberries are teaming up. Shirley's pulling on it. Uh, Tyrant. Wait, I'm pulling sorry. On it. Did I miss earlier on that the blueberries are pronounced the blueberries? In no, I just the def- it came oh, out okay. of my mouth like that. Okay, oh, okay. Because, well, that would that's pretty good. If it was that would be re- that would be way better if in the dub they were yeah. blueberries. blueberries. Honestly, I, I would have expected that from the dub. Yeah, let's pretend that's what happened because that's very yeah, funny yeah. to me. Let's just call them the blueberries from now. I mean, on. that's right. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I do have a note about why is the military here, but I, then I decided I actually don't care. Yeah, I think they're just kidneys. I don't fucking know. They they're just, just show. They just showed up in this season. Like, the okay. last couple episodes. I think... O'Brien just drafted the most competent members of the obelisk dorm, I think. Yeah, yeah, there was, like, a security force at one point in season one, but they literally stopped showing up, like, halfway through. They're <laughs> in, like, two episodes. Hey, yeah, yeah they had, like, cut... no labor rights, so they just all quit. And no, it's they were them. all contractors. They're at-will employees. <laughs> um, hey, so you know, like, the tweet that's, like, they're overriding the mainframe. English yeah. glasses. They're fucking our pussies. That's O'Brien <laughs> and Misawa at this scene. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that's the tweet that you had written down because the tweet that I have written down <laughs> is um, mysterious old lady flips tarot card, revealing a dude who looks exactly <laughs> like me, telling a bunch of teenagers about dual energy through some power lines. Me, is that good? <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what happens, because they get through to Zweinstein and, like, radio back to the real world, and Zweinstein tells them- oh, also Edo Phoenix is there as well, which is yeah. nice of him. So, Zweinstein says a plan. Um, <laughs> It is the most contrived plan I have ever heard. It's dual midichlorians! 
<laughs> so there's okay before we get to this actual plan he also introduces the fact that um he's like hey like or maybe Edo does actually where they're like so we found we found something that we think can get you home it's this cursed ancient stone tablet that Why Pegasus is going that? that that Pegasus is going after and it cuts and it's like and I'm like homie what's the one constant in all your failed body parts <laughs> it's cursed tablets why are you even still seeking them out um, i literally yeah i literally have in my notes all caps pegasus more grave robbing yeah <laughs> so uh, this time this time it's julius caesar but so it's okay because yeah it's not he deserves a- it Right, it's yeah. not colonization. If, hey, also, if you, it's if you cancel the historical figure first, then you're allowed to like desecrate their grave. It's fine. That's mm-hmm. that's how. It... Yeah, that's how it works. Uh... Racism was constructed in the real life, probably. Um. Anyway, the thing that got me here is that Weinstein is like, okay, we just need the Rainbow Dragon card, and like Johan is like, but that doesn't exist, and Weinstein is like, yes, we're about to go find the tablet so that we can make the card, and I'm just honestly like the, the like logical leap that. In order to make a Yu-Gi-Oh card, you first need to go and find like a cursed ancient artifact to make it based on. It just That's I mean so this funny. Implies... makes so much sense in this so like, show. So like, it's this perfect. Implies... Yeah, it implies like a lot of things. First of all, it implies that Pegasus has seen literally every card tablet to ever exist, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why he was able to duplicate them at all. Um, and it, now, it just like also like in sort of implies that. Like the like rescue cat is based off of something that they found in real life and turned into well, a car- well it's I don't think necessarily because Pegasus has also been shown to like just make his own funny cards as yeah. well yeah we know that Chumley is also involved Chumley's job is to is to like make card art or uh, yeah he could just draw it- a- oh is that where he went yeah oh, he yeah. Went- okay he, he works Good for, for Pegasus now the friend. But it does imply that, like, there is a entire building of hidden car tablets that no excavation team has ever found, which we see in the in the DM anime. Yeah. That Pegasus has had exclusive access to, maybe because Shoddy let him in there after the Eye accepted him. Who fucking knows? Oh yeah. He felt bad after doing that, like, invasive eye surgery. Yeah, um, just shove it, by which we mean having his eye invade his brain by shoving it through the back of his skull. I mean, that's just what I assume happens when you use, like, a Groupon for LASIK. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, Okay, so that's step one of the plan, is step one and one and a half of the plan. Uh, Sort of step two of the plan is they need to make a wormhole in order to send the card after they make the card to send it through to the other dimension. And that'll help them escape for reasons which haven't really been discussed at this point. Step three is question mark, question mark, question mark. And step four is profit. (laughs) So step three is question. But step three involves a lot. So basically... He then says, in order to make the wormhole, they need several hundred thousand billion million joules, spelt J-O-U-L-E-S, of energy. That, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah hold on to that word, joules of energy. So <laughs> how do oh, get this? Oh, fuck off. Is that a wordplay? I don't know. I hope so. Oh, fuck off. Amazing. So this is mad. not the dub. They just I'm say it's not, but it rocks. 
I'm so fucking mad. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I guess I guess the dub figured that uh, most of their watchers wouldn't understand a concept that you usually learn in high school physics. I learned it when I was like twelve. That's did not you? an age. Wait, did I? No, I was like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I didn't take I, I didn't take like physics or whatever until I was fully like seventeen. Yeah, like I said, high school physics. Yeah. I did not learn about Jules or Newtons until I was around 15 or whatever. So, and again, we know that the dub skews lower, uh, younger, rather, than... I learned what a Newton was at 11. <laughs> okay. one of the first things you learn in physics, right? Uh, anyway, I mean, we learned... anyway, this is... <laughs> How are they going to get the million-sized joules of energy? Please uh... tell me. Please. Dual well, energy. It's with dual energy, my friends. Haha. <laughs> so I'm introducing uh, dual monsters to the Green New Deal. Uh, I think this is a really new, impressive, clean energy form that we can really, you know, <laughs> offset our carbon emissions with. Um, and I think that uh, if we invest in this, we can make a real difference on climate change. Yeah. I was on TikTok this morning, you know, as I do when I wake up, and I uh. came across like Mongolian rural TikTok, wonderful stuff. And there's just a guy being <laughs> like, yeah. "Here's our solar pa- solar panel that we have outside our yurt. Like, we charge this for one day, and then it gives us like three days of power for our fridges and our TVs and our whatever our gaming rigs that we have out here. And like, I'm just imagining that." But for dueling and like you just you live in your little house and like every few days you just need to do a sick duel and you have power for the rest of the week. This is the future that that Seto Kaiba literally wants. This is the future that Seto Kaiba wants. Let's let's be honest, after dual monsters, after dual monsters, what's a little coma between friends? (laughs) It's nothing. It's nothing. Just just, duels. It just make it makes your bond stronger. (laughs) It builds character. (laughs) It builds character. It's the um, it's the video of the British guys hitting each other with chairs, but it's like two duelists. Oh my god! Firing their home. Every time, every time that video comes up, I I um feel the need to talk about my claim to fame, which is that one of my friends went to university with those guys. (laughs) I. I feel like this has come up on the podcast before. I feel like it has. Well, because this video has come up on the podcast a bunch of times. Because it's a great vid. it's a masterpiece. Yes, a classic. There's also a really good game based on it. Oh, yes. The last thing I think we see in this episode Uh is Manjame losing. We get a bunch of really great expressions as he does, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the full range of human emotion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, actually, the the last the last piece of the fucking whack plan because actually we're not oh, done with sorry. it. Is that's right. So they need this dual energy. Therefore, they need two duelists of incredible fighting spirit to duel in order to make the energy. So in order to get two duelists, they like we cut over to the like IRL meet space world where they're wheeling in this like huge massive like fucking machine thing and they're wheeling it over a chasm for some reason and then they tell the chasm the is gang, where it, the chasm is where dual academy used to be oh right yeah 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 yeah. and then they Wait. tell the gang that in order to Never get mind. to the <laughs> other half of the duel they need to go to the tennis courts and there'll be something there which can allow like two people to like duel across the planes of existence and uh tomorrow we uh, next week we'll be transitioning into prince of tennis thanks everyone <laughs>
I mean, oh, the crush I had on Tezuka at age 14 cannot be overstated. Jesse's gonna do the dueling. Uh, the uh, students have to do a Left 4 Dead crescendo over to the tennis courts. and yeah. uh, Which is mostly in the next episode, I think. Yeah. yeah. Marcel Nort is going to get the Sacred Beasts. Adrian steps, steps in to uh, talk to Marcel Nort. And that's the end of part one. The only other note I had about this episode is that I am still so... You know that I think about the Kaibos a lot, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter, at Twitter user Kaiba Liker. Um, Kaiba pilled, you may say. I'm, I'm completely, I'm, I'm Kaiba pilled um, and all of that. When Aster got on the, like, power line horn with everybody for, like, one second, I thought it was Noah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he's oh, wait, coming well, out how, how sick would that have been though like from computers and, okay i thought i thought like a similar thing at the end of like next episode like i thought Kaiba was okay going to okay up. we're gonna have the same note oh yeah 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 we have the same yeah. we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there uh, the last thing i have for the end of episode one is uh, the first episode is that like at the end of the deal with judai like when manjo may like loses like he's about to like faint and fall into like a big chasm and then judai like sends his monster to like catch him and set it down sweetly it's it's very nice i'd just like to see it yeah uh it's very nice um so do we video it... games just wanna play video games that's that's definitely what i was going for every day let's fucking go Uh, hi, everybody. You know Persona? I played it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tell us about Persona. <laughs> um, my, my brother got me Persona 5 Strikers for my birthday, which I found out. I think I went over this a couple weeks ago, but it turns out it is not the same as Persona 5 regular mm-hmm. style. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's different, but I played it and I finished it, except I didn't beat the final boss. Um, and I'm never going to because... Uh, you were supposed to level up all of your characters throughout the game instead of just like the four that you always that you like and like to play with. And the final mm-hmm. boss is one of those things where you have to like split your party at the end, right? And like See. play as and like play as the characters that you never played as the entire game, and then you still have like their starting you, weapons and shit. Did, did oh. you learn nothing from Mass Effect? <laughs> uh, I haven't played Mass Effect in ten years. No, I didn't. <laughs> um. Let's see. So I did. So I did that. Uh, you know, I'll I'll just never figure out what was going on after the credits. It's fine. Um, yeah. And then I went out and I bought um, because the 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 place I got a job at is right directly next to the Mall of America. Oh, oh my so god! Yeah, 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 yeah. So I braved the Mall of America for the first time in several years. It's a horrible place. It sucks to go to and be at. But there's a GameStop there. And I picked up a used copy of Persona 5 Royal for like 20 bucks. So Cool, cool. Uh, I hate it so far, but I think I'm going to like it later. Alright. Yeah. That, uh, that's pretty much it. I, I don't care. I don't care for any... I, I, don't, I don't care for the, like, uh, 
pervert teacher storylines in games. I'm 30 years old. Enough. Hmm. I'll tell you this. Uh, you should listen to Idol on Playtest. You'd, you'd probably enjoy it. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Dan? Yeah, okay. Uh, so I upgraded my PC. It is now pretty much fully upgraded. Uh, I'm just waiting on a new pair of headphones because the ones I'm using on right now are too short. But otherwise, uh, I'm, I've got a, I've got an up-to-date rig. I'm, I'm playing a lot of games. I'm installing a lot of games because I've got more space than before. Nice. Uh, ooh, which game should I talk about? Uh, let me go with, oh, I know, I'll go with XCOM 2. Uh, XCOM 2, which I might have talked about in an episode, like, a couple years back. Uh, tactical RPG, er, tactical, yeah, uh, tactical strategy game. Uh, you, you, you shoot, you're like, you're like, uh, a resistance trying to, like, shoot aliens who have invaded Earth. Uh, and I've been doing, I haven't been playing the main campaign. Instead, I've been doing two other things. The first is I've been messing around with, uh, this, like, thing that was added on that are, like, I think they're called, like, Central's Archives, which are, like, these more story-based ones that, uh, sort of, like, tell you what happened between the first game and the second game. Mm. Uh, we'll note, in case you are not aware of XCOM's storyline, uh, the second game takes place after, after the events of losing the first game. Uh, not, hmm. uh, if, cool. uh, so, yeah, that's been fun. I, uh, it has, like, Iron Man, so you can't, like, reload saves. Uh, well, you Robert can, like... Robert Downey Jr.'s there? Fucked up. Fucked you up. can, like, stop playing and pick back up later, but, like, you can't, like, save scum, so if you make a mistake, it's permanent. Oh. However, it's... It's mm. not too bad, because, like, the, the hero units, they'll just go unconscious. Uh, mm -hmm. and I'm used to XCOM 2's gameplay enough that it's not too hard. Uh... Oh, cool. Yeah, I... The other thing I've been doing in XCOM 2 is the character pool. So, uh, what they did, it, one of the ma big features of XCOM 2 is that you can, like, pre-make characters, uh, and they can, like, show up in the campaign as you play it. Uh, like, the various little soldiermans you get, uh, you, like, hmm. and also because XCOM has an, XCOM 2 has an extensive modding scene on the Steam Workshop. I've been, like, downloading loads and loads of different mods to make loads and loads of different characters. It's, mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I, uh, just to go over, I won't go over every single one, because there's way too many to go over, but I've made, like, Kiryu, Majima, Haruka. Fuck yeah, uh, let's go. Uh, I've made the Left 4 Dead 2 cast. I've made, uh, uh, let me think, uh, I made ones based on podcasts I've listened to. I've, I made a whole Kyle XY, uh, <laughs> set of soldiers based on characters from that show, or more specifically how Sam and Jordan interpret those characters. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I, uh, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I've also got a whole bunch of other games installed and I've been playing a little bit about. I'll talk about those in the coming weeks. Uh, so. Uh, who wants to go next? Sarah? Audrey? Yeah, I've, like, you know, I'm still playing Skyrim. Um, you know, not just a similar game. I did, uh, I made mead in, like, in real life, like, last year, and I finally got around to bottling it, and because of Skyrim, I, um, put little pictures of the meats from Skyrim on the labels of my meat bottles and that's very fun and very satisfying and I'm probably going to look at this in like a year and be like what does that mean because I just can't remember anything from Todd's game right um but yeah it's a good game I'm fucking fucking it up is it? I well (laughs) it if you're having fun then yes it is I'm having fun and the game seems to work it doesn't definitely doesn't just spawn dead already dead dragons on top of me at random like every few days it's like todd howard famously said it just works it just works also i ate human flesh and also i decided to join the imperial faction because the other guy has like kind of racist vibes and i yeah. don't like him most of the factions are really bad they're both yeah, that's racist. a hard that's a hard sell i joined the imperial faction because the other one was racist really how are the imperialists doing yeah. they're also racist but either... also i need to join well... them so i can get this one guy out of jail and i want to get him out of jail so I'm joining. maybe yeah. one of them had worse vibes than the other did you ever think about that <laughs> yeah yeah you can, either, are... you can either join the imperialists or the uh nazis yeah uh, uh, I don't so, want to join the side that you, says fucking Skyrim for the Nords when I'm a cat. It's us. Anyway, that's Skyrim. Great. Also, Skyrim I, ate, I, I'm, I ate human flesh. That's probably the greatest of my crimes. So what's a little racism on top of that? <laughs> well, it depends on whose flesh you ate. Hmm? Uh, Did they well, deserve it? Right. As we Were famously they a know. Lord? Were it's they okay. rich? Right. Exactly. It's a landlord. Exactly. As, as we famously know, the phrase "eat the rich" means literally you should. Uh, cannibalism is okay if they're rich. Yeah. Uh, that's was it right. a yarl? Like. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a yarl. Yeah. It was probably a yarl. Valid <laughs> to eat yarls. Valid to eat yarls. Especially um, if you're a kaji, you're an obligate carnivore. Listen. <laughs> Uh, Audrey, what have you been playing? Uh, yeah, so I, um, just got back from a vacation. Um, I had some fairly lengthy plane rides, and I was like, I need a mobile game! And Hell yeah! So, mm-hmm. Um, not actually a mobile game, uh, but, uh, I, I brought my Switch and I started playing Breath of the Wild. Nice! Have you, uh, have you played it be- had you played it before no i've not this is my first time attempting it nice um, it's a pretty as someone who like really didn't again i really didn't grow up on nintendo games i i grew up on like game boy games but in terms of the consoles i never had any of the nintendo consoles um i uh i was always a, a playstation person um so as someone who like didn't grow up on the the console games I am surprised by how brutally hard <laughs> Breath of the Wild can be. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I don't think it's like. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a Dark Souls or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, I was surprised by 
how quickly the difficulty um, increases um, as you progress your way through the main quest. Um, and that if you're not really using your soul orbs for hearts, uh, then how quickly you can get boned mm. uh, as as you go through. I'm, I'm in the middle of the Divine Beasts quests. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm at Ruda, I think. Varuda? The uh, yeah. Goron one. Okay, yeah. I don't know the names. I just know the liz- yeah. the elephant, the lizard, the camel, and yeah, the it's, bird. It's the lizard. It's the lizard. Fuck so, yeah, I think that's my favorite dungeon. Um, So I'm literally like in the dungeon right now trying to figure out a sweet bro and hell Jeff voice. You gotta turn it sideways. You um, gotta flip it turnways. Yeah, you gotta flip it turnways. Um... So nice. that's where I'm at. I, I think Breath of the Wild is probably going to be one of those games that I play on and off rather than dedicatedly. Um, yeah. Just it has the feeling of something that like I come back to sort of like Hades did as well um, in in between things and maybe do a little progress. It feels like very overwhelmingly large. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like, it's like I like like I played it. I, you know, went around began and whatever but then like i just like still like come back to it every so often like, right and it's been like i guess two years since i got my snitch yeah i mean it is it is it is a gorgeous game i think everyone you know and it did remind me sort of starting off um immediately of shadow of the colossus just in terms oh, yeah. of like scope and feeling and shadow of the colossus is my favorite game ever um so i'm really enjoying that the aesthetic is 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 amazing um, also, I get it about Sidon now. Yeah. 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 I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah. Look at that guy. I may be, I may be gay, but, like, I fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to yeah. side on him? He's big. Sit on. He's, the last image of him shaking Link's hand, and I was like, oh, God. The side, like, just seeing how much bigger he is than Link, I was like, oh, shit. I the the one that I uh, have a crush on is the is the bird because he's rude. Oh and yeah, fish. <laughs> oh wait, I thought you were talking about cats. You're talking about Ravali, right? Yeah, I was gonna call him Ravioli, and I knew that wasn't right. Thank yeah, you. I've, yeah, I've never played Breath of the Wild. I just know the furry ones because I'm a furry. Right. right. Uh-huh. Listen, I right. I, I, I trusted you to. I trusted you to know who who the furry ones were. <laughs> I also, I also, I get it about M- Mifa as well. Yeah. yeah. What if a fish was nice? What if a fish was nice and also hot? Yeah. <laughs> and big. Also, yeah. What, if, what if a bird what, was rude to you? What if a woman was like seven foot tall and lived in the desert and could summon lightning? Oh, yeah. I also got to the fairy fountain and I was like, mommy? Oh, yeah. Hey, Audrey, hey, Sorry. make sure you keep upgrading your armor as much as you can. You want to get to that like fourth level tier. You okay. do. Trust, trust you us. You really trust me. Trust us. Is there a way to... Oh, oh, from the fairy fountains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, um, mommy? Yeah, you yeah, will yeah, be, yeah. You, you will be saying that a lot as you get your, your stuff upgraded. Yeah. All right. So, now that we've finished our middle segment, uh, it's time to read off uh, our $10 patrons. If you want to be in this group, Donate to our $10 tier on Patreon. 
So, we have Danielle Kalaskis, Eruviru, Nero Wyvern, Hagliachi Proto J, and Sarvis. Thanks, gamers. Thanks, gamers. I also I do want to give you a little bit of an update about the pharaohs. I have like cut them all out and made them. Uh, I have prepared them for assembly. I just need to like spend two days and actually assemble them, and then they will be ready. Um, they look fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're gonna be good. I I have I have made two up already, and I just pick them up and I cuddle them and I squeeze them and I pet their fat nuts, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Episode one hundred and twenty-seven. He who breaks the seal, Martin. Uh, season three, episode twenty-three, breaking the sacred seal. Hey, this opens up in the exact same way that Dark Side of Dimensions does. You're right. Yeah. Like this is just Dark Side of Dimensions, the the prequel. My first note. My first note is so lazy. It just says. It it just says Pegasus, Rainbow Dragon. Make your own joke. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a cold open where like Pegasus and Samajima are in a helicopter and they like tell us about the crystal beast beasts and stuff again. Um, Pegasus, Pegasus just, is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick some ancient magic jewelry into an ancient cursed stone tablet. This has never been done before, and I will experience no negative consequences. <laughs> It'll be good. He knows what he's about. I respect it. They arrive at the dig site, which is under a coliseum. Yeah, because how else would you know it's Roman? But weirdly enough, it seems to have already been mostly excavated. And they hadn't even started. Mm. And, and we see Echo, uh, Adrian's good friend. Echo, my de- beloved. <laughs> uh, she declares that the stone tablet now belongs to the Gecko Financial Group. Uh, and also, if you take a step f- closer, she will set off the three short circuit trap <gasps> cards surrounding the perimeter. Yeah! Destroying so, the tablet. Yeah, she has a big walkie talkie thingy radio with a big button on it that she can press the button to explode, not bombs. Oh, thank cards. God. Oh I'm my God. I'm so in, glad it's. In not the sub, a- it's also. Yep, it's cards. Oh, it's cards. Hell, it's cards with bombs yeah. on them. It's bomb it's, cards. It's 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 a trap card. Before she gets to the threat, though, there's a little bit more standing off between her and Pegasus. Oh yeah. Uh, like Pegasus is like, I shouldn't be surprised that the Garam Finance Group has already made it here, and he's like, especially given that you've had your spy uh, referring to Amon. Uh, in oh, uh, yeah, yeah. the school for a long time and Echo just looks at him and goes well I shouldn't be surprised that you know that given that you've had your own spy and O'Brien there and I was like what? What? Which yeah. one's, which one's O'Brien? O'Brien? The book O'Bri- one. Austin. Oh. Austin. Okay. Yeah. O- O'Brien is a mercenary hired by Pegasus and Industrial Illusions to uh, infiltrate dual academia. <laughs> that rocks. imagined that That's Pegasus incredible. would employ a child soldier. I was like, this was this was like such a huge twist to me. I did not see it coming at all. He, he played yeah. Metal Gear Solid and he said, he said, hmm, child, oh, I think child soldiers are good. 
Yeah. Kids Pegasus. are cruel, Jack. They actually they actually got Lolly Luleo from Pegasus just making <laughs> ridiculous noises with his mouth. <laughs> You're right. Lolly Luleo. Yugi boy. I've trapped the boss's soul inside of this card. Inside of this metal gear? Inside. Yeah. With this arm. Uh, With this uh, card! Yeah, and he pulls out the left arm of Exodia. Very good. Yeah, but anyway, uh, then they they go off a little bit. Then she's like, anyway, don't make another step forward or I'm going to blow this whole joint up. Yeah. That rocks. Um, we she's cut a girl over boss. to like, Martin and Among, Amon, and they're like, I know, they're saying words and stuff, like ideology and motivations and stuff. It's kind of like a lot. It doesn't really seem to... There wasn't really anything here that really caught me. Uh, The gist is Among still like kind of wants the arm and they're going to duel for it, so they duel for it. So Martin Martin basically pushes Among on, like, why do you want the arm? And yeah. it's like, and Amon's like, you know, so I can get what I want. And and Martin says, so what is it? Tell you me want what you then? want, what you really, really want. Yeah. And and Amon's like, I will get back to you on that one. I want to. I want to. Yeah. And he really, and, really wants it. Like, like, oh, um. Amon, okay. a, a, Amon turns it around on Martin and goes like, well, what do you want? And, Amon, and, and Martin's voice at this point goes like much deeper, which is interesting. It's he not, has like, like three different kind of yeah, voices so here. Like he it is, keeps fluctuating. He is, his, his normal voice, his like a higher pitched, more ve- feminine voice that we've yeah. heard a lot, which was, and it was the voice that the golden boy was speaking with um, when we heard that before he merged with Martin. And it's uh, this Nile like lower voice, like this baritone that we get. And what the what Martin says is, "I want to make him pleased." And he's saying that, and he he's thinking it to himself. It's like I want to make sure, uh, I want to please him. I see. And, and it's uh-huh. like shrimp twisting. And, yeah. and Martin, at the end of it, Martin's like, I mean, whatever, we can duel. If you think you know what you want and can get from it, then we'll see that in your dueling. But I definitely know what I want and what I'm going to get from this. So mm-hmm. come at me, bro. What are you going to do with your life? I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> Rebecca! <laughs> Let's see. In the dub, uh, apparently Marcel North's motivation is to make Jaden pain. Or pay for the pain he has caused. Yeah, I don't know what all that's about. It's mysterious. Okay, great. Uh, and I'm a genius a f- for not knowing. And then, <laughs> uh, uh, Marcel Nort's disgusting flesh arm as a disgusting dual disc ooze out of it. Oh, you love to see it. It's great. It's so nasty. Um... Yeah, so they cut. We cut over. This is like the funniest fucking like thirty second scene. Yeah. We cut over to Judai, who's like on his way down the tunnels, and oh no, who's that? It's Show Cyrus. He's there and he's zombified, and he's like, he looks great. So you know, clearly Show is going to be able to stop Judai. Um, yeah, what he does is just like simply hug him. And will not let go, and just sits there going, "Duel, Aniki, Duel, Aniki." It's the most pathetic thing. 
It's so funny. <laughs> it rocks. We we get this huge like Jaden shouting, "No more!" And I think there's like echo or reverb on it or something. Oh, yeah. God. Audio design. <laughs> Audio the design is my passion. <laughs> An immersive soundscape for us dub watchers. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Uh, yeah, but then um, we cut over to Kronos and the gang going to the tennis courts. Yeah, presenting James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crawler has Crawler has a, a, a hero moment. Yeah, kind of. he's like, I'm, uh, I've got to, I've got to hold off the dual ghouls or whatever. Deuces. I would kill and die for Kronos in this moment. Bonaparte wants to, like, stay with him, but Crowler says Bonaparte has to, like, be able to be there for, uh, uh, basically be there for his son, I guess. Yeah, like, specifically, he, like, fucking, like, leans down and, like, sweetly whispers into Napoleon's ear. He does, it's weird. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, the thing he says in the sub is, the father must remain to scold his naughty boy and then draw him into a warm embrace. And then, like, Napoleon, like, looks up at Kronos with, like, fucking tears in his eyes and is just like, Instructor Kronos, you knew this whole time? It's, like, weirdly, like, tender and, like, Gen- but genuinely sweet. He kind of ruins it by calling him, like, adjunct professor. And Curtis yeah. is like, was that necessary? But anyway, go on. Yes, it was. Next question. <laughs> but yeah, um, they all, like, yeah, they go off, they leave Kronos behind, and then we cut back to the excavation site, where there's, like, a fucking face-up, face-down, face-off between Echo and um, Pegasus. Pegasus, Yeah. Uh, I just have hashtag girl boss written several times here. I don't yeah. really remember what they were talking about, but I think she's cool. So Pegasus is like trying to reason with her because he's like, okay, so you want to destroy this stone, stone tablet. And she's like, correct. And he's like, which would seal everyone who's on the other dimension forever in that dimension. She's like, correct. Yes, and that's right. And he's like, and he's like, including Amon who you very clearly care about. And she's like, correct. And Pegasus is like, okay, what's not clicking? Like, what, <laughs> like what's not clicking for you here? And her, her response is basically like, Amon is meant to be king, but he will never be king in this in this world. And and Pegasus is like, king, yeah, yeah, king of games. We've all seen him. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> we've all dueled him. Um, <laughs> uh, and she's like, no, you don't understand, like, he was meant to be, like, I've watched him grow up. He was meant to lead the the Garam Finance Group. But he threw that all away for his for his younger brother. And it has, like, this flashback of his younger brother, Sid, um, who got really, really sick. And if Amon just, like, hadn't done anything, Sid would have died, which would have left him the adopted son as the legitimate heir to Garum Finance. But because he cared about Sid so much, he saved him and then like lost his right uh to to that inheritance. So she's like, in the other world, Amon will be the king that I know he um deserves to be mm-hmm. and should be. Yeah. But it's also just like, hey, if like if he's not gonna be the sort of great man that sort of like I want him to be, then he can be trapped in a jail zone forever. Like, girl. Okay, I 
okay, I understand a little better now. That's what wasn't something was not clicking for me because they were not. Um, they're. Um, I think they said like kind of all the same shit in the dub, but I think it wasn't really clicking for me because I'm like so used to the dub that, like, oh, okay, he was supposed to. Okay, so she was saying that she should have let the he should have let the brother like die. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. She like really doesn't want to see him like have to be subservient to his brother, despite the fact that like he clearly wants that, likes it, cares for his brother. Yeah, he Um, doesn't want to see him be the king of second bananas. Yeah. 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 She hits this. Yeah, they basically explain that in the dub. Uh, uh, Also, like around this time, we're like seeing stuff with like Marcel and uh, Adrian Duel. yeah, it's, this is, like, intercut with that deal. Yeah. Um, we. My next note just says that Adrian looks like he used to have gauges. <laughs> His earlobes are all fucked up. Someone, can, so can true, someone, someone do a goth punk edit? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. Like, a, like a 2013, like, a goth edit. Disney girl. I, I will. Though I have a limited amount of time on this earth, I will. I will do this. <laughs> scene, a scene edit, yeah. Um... We get towards the end of their duel, and um, Martin finally plays uh, break the the broken seal twice. It's like, oh man, he broke the seal. Now he's gonna be peeing for the entire night. Yeah, um, but uh, at that point, Amon realizes, like, oh fuck me, you're trying to summon Exodia, and <laughs> Martin's hey, like, yep. yeah, yeah, sure, fucking right, I am, and I'm gonna do it. Um, and he's about to summon it when um, the knockoff god cards are like, hey, we're awake now and we're here. Yeah, like, he doesn't, like, the duel doesn't even finish. Like, Martin just, like, stops dueling and goes to do the the stuff he yeah. came here to do. Like. It's weird. Yeah. So, like. Amon's like, hey, it, like Amon like argues against this. He's like, hey, you know, duel me. And uh, Martin just like shows him that like with the second broken seal, he would have summoned Exodia. And he's like, anyway, bye. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, unclear. Are are we are we at the last scene in the episode now, which is my favorite, or is there more? Yeah, pretty much. Like I think. You know, like he Martin like puts a bunch of like bad vibes into the cards casket and summons the stuff. Blah blah blah. Uh, um, we we okay. We do cut over to like show like trying to attack Judai from like the Vicroids, um for a second. Um, then we cut over to the tennis courts where there's like the dual transmission system. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, yes, yeah. So yes. this is the last scene. So there's the dual transmission system, which is like a big like crab cage thing i don't know mm-hmm. it's uh, a big metal sports. gear whatever yeah they like activate it and it kind of goes like rainbow mode like rainbow colored electricity goes all over it fucking whatever yeah does, um, does it does it specify sarah in the in the sub does it specify where they where where they acquired this technology from i may not have been paying attention <gasps> okay Please tell me. <laughs> um so so the guy, I think it's Bonaparte or whatever, he says, um, Bastion says, why on earth do we have this? Like, we're not supposed to have this technology in <laughs> why the school. Do we have what the this? fuck is going on? And Bonaparte goes, ah, well, we 
borrowed it from Kaibacorp for experimental purposes, the kind I can't really talk about. And then he just goes on <laughs> with like the rest of the <laughs> explanation. I'm just going to become the Joker. Oh my this god, is, this rules. This is all part of this was <laughs> this is like a byproduct of Kaiba's efforts to go go to the Egyptian afterlife. Dark side god. of dimensions. Two! This truly is the pre-sequel to Dark Side of Dimensions, this episode. God, I fucking wish. Also, during this whole scene where we see this thing, it's playing the Kaiba hacking music. Yes, it (gasps) is! Actually, clapping like a trained seal. Wait, but actually, canonically, Uh canonically, this happens after Dark Side of Dimensions. Right, so this technology is already out there. Right, okay, got it. Yeah, this is oh, a direct okay, result okay. of, like, the stuff he was fucking around with in Dark Side of Dimensions. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Um, and then with all this Kaiba talk uh-huh. going on, Sarah, I I think we did have, I think we had the same note about the end, probably. Who did yeah. you think, who do you think was the super powerful duelist who only plays to win that they were talking yeah. about at so, the end so, here? So, you know. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Another one of my predictions has gone out the window. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, like. All. Johan steps forward into like the dueling zone. He's like he's going to be dueling to produce enough jewels to uh, make the wormhole. And um, at first, everyone's like, "Oh, are you going to be dueling against Edo?" And Edo is like, "No, my my duel vibes aren't strong enough. We need someone who, and I quote, has the malice to devour their opponent." And they have this man here with them today. And then there's like this far away shot. And, it and shows I really us, thought it shows us a figure with a just we just see a silhouette of a big evil swishy coat. So, what the fuck am I supposed to assume from this? honestly? Like, that's my, my so boy Kaiba's gonna just appear, right? I'm Insane. crushed. It's some guy it's- I've never seen before. It does. Um, I, I have seen him before. It does make a lot more sense for him to be here, given his arc in the last season. But for just a second, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Kaiba's they are just gonna drop it, that, drop him in that here would, right now. That would be so cool. Right? But no. Like, it's imagine the cooler. Go ahead. I mean, Im- imagine you are me. You haven't watched any of this show, and yeah. all of a sudden, for the first time, they're dropping fucking Kaiba core name they're playing the kaiba hacking theme and then they like very slowly are zooming in on this really far away guy who like only duels with like hatred in his heart or whatever but and no, it's, but and it's okay. some guy who's not kaiba it's it's the cooler rio <laughs> okay yeah. well i like him i like him now actually his name is literally rio he, he is cool and i'm happy it's, to see him it's the cooler rio um but yeah that's that's the episode uh, I do want to note real quick, in addition to Audrey's theory, uh, Argyle's prediction is also gone because he said that Zane's arc would be resolved in the first 20 episodes. This is 23. <laughs> uh, Rip. Get his ass. Well, Audrey, what was your prediction? Uh, I've got it right here. Uh, Fubuki is going to graduate and try to save Ryo from his jokerfication. <sighs> Alas, the only person that can save a blue-haired twink from his, himself is another blue-haired twink. Yeah. That's true. That's just science. That's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's science, baby. Yeah. All right, that is episode. 
Yeah. That's episode. I'm going to be real, gang. We have a lot of questions. And oh, I yeah. really want to go to bed. Can we pick, like, two or three? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We've got a new... By the way, we did establish a new system for, like, noting which ones are going in the mailbag. Oh, well, I did. Uh, reacts. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... Since, Sarah, since you're the one who has to go to bed, uh, why don't you read off which questions you want? Okay, okay, And I'll okay. just check if there's anything on Twitter. I don't think there is. There isn't. Cool, so I have picked three and a half questions. The rest will be going in our mailbag episodes. First one is from Yu Bizarre Adventure. Um, do you think that... Bonaparte ran out on Marcel's mother because he saw some other red flags in his small French son, or did the kid just have bad vibes and was unpleasant to be around? Um, I'm getting bad vibes from him, personally. I don't know him well enough to answer this question, but... I... Well, I I got to see him before he got norted. I don't think he had bad vibes, but Marcel's mother might hate the French. Uh, yeah, this is fair. true. Also, I just think that Bonaparte fell madly in love with Kronos. Um, yeah, that that is tracking to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second question. Uh, hi, from Edelgard Apologist uh, Daniel Dorito. How does it feel for Audrey Hepburn to exist in the Yu-Gi-Oh canon? I I'm wondering about her. I'm wondering what kind of deck she played with personally. Yeah, that's mostly what I'm wondering. Like, the thing I associate with Audrey Hepburn is like glitz and glamour and glitter and of the big a big necklace from Tiffany's whatever. That just makes me think of like jewels and gems. So I think Audrey Hepburn crystal beasts is. I yeah, I think she probably has the dual midichlorians necessary to to figure this arc out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because Audrey Hepburn has enough dual energy to like power the Yu-Gi-Oh version of the 1950s film industry fucking whatever I don't fucking know um she's famous for dueling in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe is what I'm saying here yeah that sounds and, good uh were final question uh from Hornmeister for this episode is what cool demon arm would you like to get mm, I'd like a big kitty paw Fuck yeah, dude! Well, I need a big claw. I need claws. Five digits. Uh, it's probably... Ooh. What if it's, like, got, like, a sort of, like, thick bug shell-like sort of thing? nice! Like, just, like, black chitin for an arm. Fuck yeah! Kind of like a a venom-type exoskeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! I gotta say, I'm definitely going wing. Um, just of, one, I'm, just just one. Okay. <laughs> every day, every one. day, uh, Sarah gets closer to Sephiroth. I, I, that's I'm, true. I will undergo Sephirothification. The original gasification. <laughs> like you know, you could have like cool like. Bird style wing, like obviously, obviously black because it's demon wing, but like feathers black, fuck yeah, fucking cool. Or you could go dragon wing, which would also be pretty cool, even if it's just one. And you know, if especially if it's a dragon wing, even if it doesn't have a hand, it's gonna have like a little claw on it to do stuff with, and that's gonna be cool. But you know, in in terms of wings, like Sephiroth has proven, you only need one. 
You do. I'm I'm gonna go for a literal monkey's paw. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's good. good. Yeah. Nice. And then and then every time every time I feel the urge for a little excitement in my life, I'll make a wish and see what consequences I get. Nice, nice. Agents of chaos. I do this five times and then I die. <laughs> Pick carefully. <laughs> All right, gamers. Um, that will do it. That will do us for this week, I believe. All right. So, um, thank you for listening to us. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash pod of greed and you can go to kaiba.online to join the discord server where we will install the homestuck bot if we can figure out where it is i'll just i'll just be the homestuck bot fuck it yeah yeah we, we already have a homestuck bot it's i'll just be monitoring all of your messages <laughs> <laughs> it's a thankless task but someone's gotta do it somebody has to do it um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. So uh, you can find us on Pot of Green at uh, patreon.com forward slash Pot of Green. Join the Discord account. That's where I was. And at the end of every episode, we love to read out the names of our $5 patrons, who for this week are Colton Crow, Drevian. Nope. Draven, Emery, Joelle Thomas, and Riley Hopkins. Thank you very much for giving us cash money. I hope you enjoy the rights that that $5 grants you. You were so caught up in the euphoria of rolling your R's that for a brief moment you lived. (laughs) Exactly. In the Dravian universe. (laughs) In the universe where Dravian existed. Our our, our, um, two distinct separate Patreons, Dravian and Draven. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, Elliot, where can people find you on the internet so that... um, you can tell them if they have a valid troll name or not. Right. Um, I'm on Twitter at Kaiba Liker. Uh, I'm still getting my, uh, I'm getting my cross stitch pattern shop set back up after Gumroad. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Where are you moving to? <laughs> after Gumroad died. Um, I think I'm going to move to, and I don't know how to pronounce it because I've only ever seen it written down. Uh, is it Kofi? Kofi. Coffee. Oh yeah. You can oh, like good stuff okay. there. Yeah, I think he, you, yeah, it turns out you can sell stuff there too now. So that that's where I'll probably go. I'm still I, I'm still getting everything set up, but um, soon you'll be able to buy some fun cross stitch patterns from yours truly. But that would have made a I'm lot more sense. I moved all my stuff to itch. <laughs> oh, I see, I didn't. A good option. I didn't you, know if yeah. you could sell stuff that wasn't like. You kind of can, but I don't think anyone does it. So like, no one's gonna like look for it there, you know? Right, exactly. That that's kind of the conclusion that I came to. I it was I was kind of like, okay, well, it's like not illegal. <laughs> yeah, like, but, I mean, but why would I? But I, okay, I, I feel you like... can just sell people PDFs, which are what my patterns are anyway. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Oh my God. Anyway, Sarah, yeah, where... really, what is wrong with you, bud? Yeah, Elliot. Sarah, Sarah, where are you online? Oh, me. I'm at Sarah McCostumes uh, on Twitter. There's a link to that in the description of this. You should go there. And then from there, um, on my bio or my pinned tweet, you can find a link to my knitwear shop where you can purchase products from me, which I would like you to buy because I'm currently unemployed because yeah, redacted. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm also on like other podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any right now. Tan, 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 tan. That's a good fun one. Go there. 
Uh, popcorn done. Yep, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, at beggarchallenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic Lore podcast. We're recording an episode right after this one, uh, which will be about some episodes of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. One of them got kind of horny with it. Uh... Them. You can listen to uh, Video Games, the movie, the podcast, a monthly video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, this month's movie is the 2007 Hitman film. Uh, uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to real quick give you a little preview. If all goes according to plan, March's episode will be for... The Animal Crossing film. Ooh. Uh, There's an Animal Crossing film? Yes. Uh, it's wow. animated. It's uh, It was made to promote oh. Wild World. It's very nice. It's it's a little dull, but I think that's in the spirit of the game. No. Uh, oh. uh, you can also listen to my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, about Ill Bleed, and my inactive podcast, Stranger's Fiction, which is an actual play. Oh, and last but not least, is it at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox? I can't think of any holidays that begin on March 1st. Um, Last I week was... it was Adrian Gecko's birthday, though. Uh, March 1st is, I believe, St. David's Day. Alright. Happy St. David's Day, Xbox. Uh, Alright. That's it for me. Uh, did we. Is there I'm, anything I'm we last. forgot? Yeah. I'm oh, last. yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd gone or not. Sorry. I have not. No worries. Don't, don't worry about you it. Forget Audrey. Um, I'm Audrey Hepburn. You can find me on <laughs> Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum I'm Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm I'm Audrey Hepburn of Yu-Gi-Oh! Fame. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum Prime. It's my funny robot internet joke. If you want to learn more about that funny robot internet joke, you can uh, check out the other podcast I do with friend of the show Nero. It's called Prime Cuts. You can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. The Transformers podcast. We're going through the entire history of the Transformers on television, but not in chronological order. We're getting to the end of our first season. In, uh, which is Transformers Armada, the entirety of it, and um, it's Armada's getting interested, and I'm really looking forward to our what our next season is going to be. It's going to be first season of Prime, which is my favorite series. I got to choose. Ha. Um, Audrey, for a second, I thought you said Crime Cuts. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that. that's that's our Mirror Universe podcast. <laughs> it's the one where you have an eye patch and a little goatee. Yeah, and we, we just talk about the Shattered Glass continuity, which is the uh, mirror universe of Transformers. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, and that's it for me. So, oh, yeah. Um, All right, gamers. From, yeah, next, until next time, I'm going to um, set myself face down and uh, revisit uh, Grave Robbing. Yeah, I set myself fist down into the dirt in which I find a cursed Egyptian or other, actually, no, a cursed historical tablet from which I can fucking get killed by. <laughs> Time for bed, Sarah. Yeah. Um, I'm setting Adrian Gecko's huge gauges down and ending my turn. <laughs> They're so heavy. 
You've been carrying them for so long. <laughs> hey, babe, your your gauges look heavy. Let me hold them for you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Please, done. I'm gonna stop recording. Right. Yep. Uh, Peach. 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 Go vibes. Go vibes.